0: Welcome to the Hoosier Ag Today morning podcast on Monday, the 28th of November, 2022. I'm Andy Eubank, the Hat Podcast brought to you by First Farmers Bank and Trust, proudly serving local farms, families, and agribusiness for over 135 years. Online, you'll find them at ffbt.com. The latest Indiana farm news today, including... Representative Kendall Cult taking office as an Indiana state representative and a full-time farmer, the only one in the Indiana house. Eric Pfeiffer with that story. Budget tips for Indiana farmers for the coming year with C.J. Miller. Chief meteorologist Ryan Martin checks in with the updated weather. And the markets on Friday, partial day of trade. We'll review that. Mike Silver has analysis on the Hat Morning Podcast. The land of the
1: free is also the home of the hardworking. What if this is the year you take your farm operation to the next level? At First Farmers Bank & Trust, we're proud to serve the people who not only work until the sun goes down, but until the job is done. With over 135 years of commitment to agriculture, we'll find the solution that's right for your operation today and tomorrow. Visit ffbt.com to learn more. First Farmers Bank & Trust, member FDIC. The High Ground Podcast. Everything from energy and fuel. And it's always like clean oil because most of my stuff leaks.
2: Yes. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah.
1: To agriculture. We go from the cute and cuddly phase to the not so cute and cuddly phase. <laughs> you can cuddle with them at 290
3: pounds.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's probably against
3: your will, I'm well, guessing. And, well, other things.
1: He calls them all variable costs. That's bull. Ah. <laughs>
3: They're
1: not variable costs. <laughs> I think you meant to say that's <laughs> fertilizer, right? Staying on topically. Listen now on all platforms. A northern Indiana farmer takes office soon at the state capitol. And budget tips for your farm for 2023. I'm C.J. Miller and this is Hoosier Your Ag Today? Reminding you the stress you feel on a daily basis affects more than just your mood. Your physical health, your family, and your business could be suffering. Address it today by visiting extension.purdue.edu slash farmstress. Rensselaer farmer Kendall Culp has held or currently holds a number of different titles, including American Soybean Association Director and Indiana Farm Bureau Vice President. But now he's getting used to a new title. Eric Pfeiffer reports.
4: I hear a few people calling me representative, and I'm not quite used to that title yet, but uh, hopefully I can do good things for my district, my community, and certainly for Indiana
5: agriculture.
1: That's Kendall Culp, the lone full time farmer in the Indiana House of Representatives, shortly before being sworn in last Tuesday on Organization Day at the State House. 2023 is a budget year. Culp says 50% of that budget is for K through 12 education, and he'll be focusing on how to help rural schools as part of that budget process. He'll
4: also be looking at other ways to help rural communities. We need to have access to healthcare in our in our rural areas. Um, as a as a former, just recently former Jasper County commissioner, uh, we've we've we are trying to uh, make sure we have a, a reliable, steady funding source for. Uh, EMS, Ambulance Service, um, fire, um, volunteer fire departments in these rural areas are having a hard time getting staffed up and getting enough volunteers to respond to fires and things that we've always taken for granted in the past um, in our communities may not be there in the future. Another issue he hopes to tackle surrounds simplifying sales taxes for agricultural producers. If you buy a mower and mow your pasture, that's sales tax exempt. If you mow your roadsides, it's not exempt. If you use a front-end loader to clean out your barn, it's exempt. If you, um, if you lift uh, you know, scoop up stone and put on your driveway, it's not exempt. And we need to, we need to smooth some of those out and clarify some of those exemptions. Colt believes if you file a Schedule F with your taxes, you're an agricultural producer
1: and you should be exempt from those tax situations. Hear more from Colt in the full hat interview at HoosierAgToday.com. I'm Eric Pfeiffer. Running your farm operation is more expensive now than ever. And that's why there are several things you can do as you plan your farm budget for 2023.
5: Right now, everything a farming operation touches is inflated.
1: And that's Thomas Etherly, Ag Business Advisor with Pinion. Even though you're likely getting more money for your grain and livestock, you're also having to pay a lot more for everything else.
5: Even though commodity prices are in an all-time high and higher than they've been in the past, it all comes down back to a farm's profit margin, and right now the outlook is very thin for margin. He
1: says your profit margins were likely leveled out by the rising cost of diesel fuel, inputs, and repairs.
5: Fuel costs rose tremendously. As we're tying out our numbers overall, it looks like we will be around 8 to 12% over budget. Repairs, it looks like we're going to end up around 30% over due to supply chain shortages and cost of inflation. And then we have interest rates. Farmers need to understand what the opportunity cost is for borrowing money. Etherly
1: recommends several things that farmers can do right now to protect themselves from the possibility of lower commodity prices or higher expenses in 2023.
5: We're encouraging our growers to save their working capital and understand how to use their own money to operate off of putting off some of those big capital expenditure projects until next year, save money on interest by not borrowing it, meaning that we'd like to operate on as much of our own money as possible. Don't hire out any work that we can do ourselves. Farming is already an extremely hard and labor-intensive business, and we know that working smart and utilizing your assets will pay off. Take a profit if the market gives it to you. Business owners cannot afford to strike out when the cost of growing crop is the highest we've seen in a long time. We want to encourage all of our farmers to really nail down their costs, look at their cash flow, and make every dollar count.
1: Read more tips at HoosierAgToday.com. I'm C.J. Miller. Hoosier Ag Today. Timely. Relevant. Credible.
0: Come and see the future at the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo, December 13 through 15, Grand Park Event Center, Westfield, Indiana. See the equipment and inputs you will need in 2023 and the technology you will farm with in 2033. Free admission, free parking, free seminars, and on December 14, free breakfast. The Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo, December 13 through 15, Grand Park Event Center, Westfield. Details at indianafarmexpo.com.
2: I'm Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin with Hoosier Ag Today's Indiana Farm Forecast. As we take a look at the setup here, we're looking at a dry Monday. Plenty of moisture falling across the Hoosier State yesterday. Parts of northern Indiana well over an inch and a half. So we actually got better rains and better coverage yesterday than what I was looking for. But today we are dry. We're cool but we are dry. Evaporation is probably going to be a little bit limited today, but we do get sunshine for sure. And then temperatures moderate again for tomorrow. Good strong south flow will help temperatures ease. Rain comes back overnight tomorrow night and continues through Wednesday. Now with the big rains coming in here yesterday, we are looking at lesser rain totals for Wednesday. I'm going to drop precipitation totals down to a tenth to maybe half an inch over most of the state. You get into the southern third, you might see three quarters of an inch in a random few spots. So yeah, the less moisture, but we're still looking at a significant drop in temperatures behind that front. We get much colder starting late Wednesday afternoon and evening, but that's cold stays for Thursday and Friday. High pressure sitting right over the top of us, lots of sunshine. We see temperatures maybe moderate a little bit late Friday afternoon, and then we can stay warm through the start of the weekend. Saturday looks like it's going to be mostly mild. Mixed clouds and sun, maybe a few spit and sprinkles, particularly late Saturday afternoon. Cooler air coming back in for Sunday. Monday of next week, we see temperatures climb, and that leads to another round of rain for next Tuesday. Actually, Monday night through Tuesday, quarter to one-inch totals could come through once again. So we're stacking these systems up now, back to back to back. After a very lengthy period of below-normal precipitation here over the past weeks and months, We're starting to stack things up and get, uh, well, maybe get that soil profile a little bit more moist top to bottom. That's a look at your forecast update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin.
3: Harvest means early mornings, late nights, and long days in the field. While you're out there each day until the last pass is made and the job is done, know that your friends at Farm Credit Mid-America see your hard work and appreciate all of your long hours. We know that harvest is a busy season for you, but when you need a lender that can rise with you, give us a call at 800-444-FARM. This fall, we rise together. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions may apply. Farm Credit Mid-America is an equal opportunity lender.
0: Mixed markets on a choppy partial day of trade on Friday. This is Who's Your Ag? Today's Friday Farm Market Review. I'm Andy Eubank, and the review is brought to you by Seed Genetics Direct, providing quality seed-free delivery personalized service and local research data along with published prices. SeedGeneticsDirect.com. Settlements on the way. First market analysis, which I secured at the end of Friday trade, from Mike Silver of Kokomo Grain. Some volatility, even with light volume on the Friday partial day of trade and quite a sell-off in Chicago wheat in the end only the corn market finished on the plus side and we do with corn and beans especially remain in a trading range any interesting observations from that short day of trade Friday
3: well obviously uh, the trading population was down and, and as you said uh, in lower volume days the you know, the volatility we can have some pretty wide trading ranges uh, today you know pretty much exemplified that but All in all, uh, you know, we're we're confined to this trading range. The export sales numbers that came out today, uh, actually uh, pretty good for corn, 1.850 compared to 1.169 last week. Uh, That's in the 22-23 crop, and we did have 628,000. Uh, tons announced for the 2324. That's the one we'll put into the ground this spring. The soybean number came in uh, above the low end of the estimate at 690.1, but that's down considerably from last week's 3.03 million metric tons. Uh, And we did have a small sale of soybeans uh, in the 2324 crop. The wheat number came in toward the upper end of the range at 511.8, but that wasn't enough to support the wheat prices today. Um, The market just uh, is, this was a slow news week in general, Andy. Uh, We did have some flash soybean sales uh, on Wednesday, 110,000 metric tons of soybeans to China. We'll see uh, if we can get some more flash sales here uh, as we move uh, into next week. The dollar index uh, up 2.260 today at 106.04. The South American soybeans are still the best buy in the global market, uh, a- as is the corn right now with, with uh, the limited corn exports from the Ukraine. The, the, the Mississippi water level still concerning. Uh, it has improved maybe just slightly, but that still is a big concern. And, of course, the, the threat of a railroad strike uh, if these unions can't approve Um, and uh, and come to some agreement with the railroads, uh, there's the possibility of that railroad strike uh, sometime around December the 9th, which is not very far away. So the market is going to keep an eye on that. Um, My personal opinion is that uh, that there will not be a strike. I think the government will intervene because uh, a prolonged railroad strike would just be catastrophic to um well not only to the agricultural industry but uh basically to commerce in the united states and to a certain extent globally if that were to happen but um the, the railroads may position take some preemptive actions and and um, get some get some of their rail traffic staged if you will or prepared in case of a strike but but i really don't think um, that that there will be a prolonged strike. But anyway, um, that could have impact on trade coming up here for the next week to 10 days. So we'll just have to keep an eye on that, Andy. We're, we're confined to a trading range. Uh, farmers right now are doing their year-end tax planning, basically um, seeing if they need to sell any more grain uh, or deliver any more grain before the first of the year. I think that Most folks are in a pretty good position right now. Um, Grain movement obviously has slowed down. uh, Corn harvest here in Indiana and in the U.S. for all practical purposes is complete. There are some areas that still need to get some acres harvested. But for the most part, we're wrapped up as compared to the Ukraine, which has about uh, 50 percent of their corn crops still in the field. And it's it's doubtful whether they'll be able to get that harvested. So. It, uh, we're setting ourselves up maybe for an interesting week next week. Andy will hopefully be able to get some flash export sales. Um, we still need to pick up our export pace and, uh, continue to participate in uh, in this global
0: grain market. Mike Silver at Kokomo Grain. Mike's number is 800-666-0613. Join Mike and John Zanker, market analysts, for their seminar on Wednesday of the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo. We'll have them both talking about what to look for in the markets in 2023 at the Grand Park Facility for the Farm Equipment and Technology Expo, presented by AgriFinancial and Reynolds Farm Equipment. And that's Wednesday, December 14th. Now Friday settlements, December corn 668, a pickup of four and three quarters. The March contract went up an even nickel, 671 and a quarter. Up just a quarter cent, January and March beans, Jan 1436 and a quarter, March 1442 and a quarter, and down 18 cents in a late sell-off in the wheat market, December 775 and a half, again down 18. The meat's down too. February Live Cattle 15512 down 30 and Febline Hogs 8850 down 30. And that's the Friday market review and a wrap on the Who's Your Ag Today Morning podcast for this Monday, the 28th of November, brought to you by First Farmers Bank and Trust. I'm to You Bank for Eric Pfeiffer, CJ Miller, Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin, and the entire Hat crew. Have a great Monday and a great week ahead. This is Hoosier Ag Today, timely, relevant, credible.